I am Mario Cazzola, a professor of hematology at uh, the University of Pavia Medical School, Pavia, Italy. I am currently conducting translational research in uh, myeloid neoplasms, focusing on myelodysplastic syndromes or MDS. Between 2014 and 2016, I participated in uh, the preparation of uh, the WHO classification of hematologic neoplasms, collaborating with pathologists and the clinicians. The WHO classification, fourth revised edition, was published initially in 2016 in a special report in blood and in 2017 in the blue book of the International Agency for Research on Cancer. We then prepared for an update of this classification and in 2020, we contacted the WHO, International Agency for Research on Cancer, for preparing this update. We learned that the International Agency for Research on Cancer was no longer interested in collaborating with hemopathology societies and in using the approach we previously used, that is a clinically advisory committee. Therefore, a group of pathologists and clinicians decided to proceed independently and to organize the International Consensus Conference in Chicago in September 2021. And uh, this uh, led to the development of uh, the international consensus classification of uh, hematologic neoplasms. Here I will discuss uh, the classification of uh, myelodysplastic syndromes and uh, especially new nosologic entities uh, that uh, we have defined in this work. I did my MD thesis working on the assessment of ineffective erythropoiesis in patients with refractory anemia with ring sideroblast. I found images like these ones not only extremely useful for the recognition of erythroid dysplasia, but also beautiful. They reminded me of uh, pictures of uh, the French uh, pointillism, like uh, this picture, La Calanque, by Paul Signac. But it took me several years before I understood uh, the pathogenesis of uh, ring sideroblast. In uh, 2010, within a European collaboration, uh, we decided to perform next-generation sequencing in patients with myelodysplastic syndromes. We reasoned that specific morphologic abnormalities were very likely to be underpinned by specific genetic lesions. So we started from patients with refractory anemia with ring sideroblast. And we sequenced initially eight patients and six of them were found to have a somatic mutation in a spliceosome gene called SF3B1. 
and follow-up studies showed a close relationship between SF3B1 mutation and ring sideroblast. This condition is a, a benign disorder with a median survival of about nine years, at least for patients with isolated SF3B1 mutation and a very low risk of leukemic evolution. And uh, additionally, these patients are very likely to respond to the spatter set with the abolishment of the transfusion requirement. So in uh, the international consensus classification of uh, myeloid neoplasms, we defined the new entity called SF3B1 mutant NDS, which is uh, characterized by peripheral blood cytopenia, no excess blast, SF3B1 mutation with a variant allele frequency of at least 10%, and the absence of a TPT3 multi-heat state or RANX1 mutation. Several genes can cause NDS, and TPT3 is one of them. Overall, TPT3 mutations are associated with poor clinical outcomes. But a specific genetic state of TPT3 is particularly important, that TPT3 multi-heat state, which can be defined as follows. So through a combination of genetic lesions, both alleles are targeted and inactivated in the TPT3 multi-heat state. This condition is also called biallelic mutations in TPT3. The International Working Group for Prognosis in NDS has studied the relationship between TPT3 multi-heat state and clinical outcomes in NDS. Elsa Bernard and Ellie Papa Emanuel have been primarily responsible for these investigations. And the study was published in Nature Medicine in 2020. So we found that NDS patients with monoallelic TPT3 mutation, orange curves, are substantially not different from all patients gray curve in terms of overall survival and cumulative incidence of leukemic evolution. By contrast, patients with multi-heat state blue line have a worse overall survival below one year, median survival is below one year and a very high risk of leukemic evolution. Additionally, these patients have a poor outcome with any treatment. They are no responsive to hypomethylating agents, lenalidomide, or allogeneic transplantation. In the International Consensus Classification of Myeloid Neoplasms, we decided to create the new category NDS 
with mutated TPT3, which is uh, defined by peripheral blood cytopenia, less than 10% bone marrow blast, and presence of a TPT3 multi-hit state or a combination of a TPT3 mutation with the variant allele frequency of at least 10% plus complex karyotype. A very common condition in hematology is a cytopenia of undetermined significance. These patients have no associated disease, they have no anemia associated with known causes, and therefore is difficult to define their prognosis and their potential treatment. Luca Malcovati, a few years ago, decided to study the diagnostic value of mutation status in patients with cytopenia of undetermined significance. And uh, the study showed that uh, the presence of somatic mutations was extremely important uh, for clinical outcome of uh, these patients. So subjects uh, with no somatic mutation had a overall good outcome with a very low risk of progression to amyloid neoplasms, primarily MDS. By contrast, patients with at least a somatic mutation in a gene recurrently mutated in myeloid neoplasm had a worse outcome with a very high risk of progression to a myeloid neoplasm. By 10 years, almost all patients had the progress to uh, a myeloid neoplasm. Therefore, in uh, the international consensus classification of uh, myeloid neoplasms, we have defined the condition clonal cytopenia of undetermined significance or sequence which is characterized by persistent unexplained cytopenia, is sufficient criteria for diagnosis of NDS. These patients have less than 10% dysplastic cells in each lineage, erythroid, granulocytic, and megacardiocytic, and have a bomero blast count below 5%. Extremely important is the presence of a somatic mutation with a variant allele frequency of at least 2% in a gene which is currently mutated in myeloid neoplasms. So the three examples I have discussed with you underline the importance of gene sequencing for a diagnosis and risk stratification of myeloid neoplasms and myelodysplastic syndromes in particular. 
We currently use morphologic assessment of bone marrow and peripheral blood and chromosome binding analysis. A few academic centers are, are combining chromosome binding analysis with gene panel sequencing. But we believe that in a few years, the traditional, the conventional approach to diagnosis and the risk stratification of NDS will extend and use whole genome sequencing for somatic mutations and germline testing for the identification of predisposing mutations. Thank you very much.